This is episode 17 of the Business Growth Podcast. And on this episode, we'll discuss why websites are dead. Let's go! Welcome to the Business Growth Podcast, where we share practical strategies and actionable tactics to help business owners just like you grow your business to the next level. I'm your host, Jerry Kimbang, and this is the Business Growth Podcast. Hey everyone, it's your host, Jerry Timbang. And before we start our episode, um, I just want to share with you something that is really personal for me, right? Um, before recording this episode, um, I was feeling a little down and, you know, discouraged about continuing this podcast because I was afraid that nobody would get value from the things that I share. I felt like the things that I'm sharing doesn't really um, bring value and that no one is getting value from this. But I was reminded in a preaching that I heard today that I need to focus on faith instead of fear. That I need to keep on sharing the things that I know. Because, you know, someone who's listening to this might get value from the things that I'm sharing and be inspired to grow their business the right way. And so it's a good reminder for us to, you know, keep doing what we do, especially if you're doing it not for selfish reasons, but to actually help other people, right? People may not appreciate you now, and you don't know, um, maybe there are secret audiences and secret fans who are watching and are inspired in the things that you do. It's just that they aren't um, vocal about it. And so you just need to have faith and continue doing what you're doing. Even if sometimes you are overwhelmed with stress, fear, or whatever it is. Anyway, we're going to discuss why websites are dead, or at least the website as we know it. I just want to share some stats that will blow your mind. It's been more than three decades um, when the World Wide Web or the internet was first opened to the public. And shortly after that, websites were created, you know, as a hobby or as a personal project, right? And from that time until today, there are more than 1.7 billion websites in the world but only 12% are active or 200 million of those. Um, contrast that with 3.8 billion people who are active on social media. So you see, 200 million versus 3.8 billion, it's easy to think that websites are no longer relevant in whatever, in your company, um, in your marketing efforts, It's easier to come to a conclusion that websites are useless, but websites are still relevant. It just can't be your sole strategy. I mean, it has to have a goal and it needs to be integrated in your whole marketing efforts, in your whole marketing campaigns and strategy. Also, websites play a huge role in establishing your digital footprint. As you know, buyers right now are more educated. 
before buying, they search for reviews, they search for testimonials, um, they search for the company who's offering the product or the service, right? And they are looking at the digital footprints that you or your company has. And that includes your website. Now, portfolio websites are the ones who are dead. What I mean by that is those websites that are static and don't offer any value. I mean, they just exist only to share information about your company, about your product or services, or about you. Right, Those kinds of websites are dead. I call them portfolio websites because they only showcase the things that is all about your company. It doesn't offer any helpful um, information about your industry, about your topic, and so on. As I said earlier, your website should be a big part of your sales process, especially now that we are living in a digital age. Aniyan, tinitingnan ng tao what your website looks like and if it looks like it's something that was created in the early 90s or or the early 2000s if it's not you know responsive and it doesn't really look professionally made somehow a doubt will form in their mind right so let me give you some strategies on how you can create a website that is really an asset for your business i mean it brings leads and money and sales to you month in and month out all right or at least give people the perception that you take your business seriously strategy number one would be to make your website conversion focused what i mean by that is your website needs to have a goal so it needs to have a goal of converting your traffic into leads converting your leads into sales and converting your sales into repeat purchase. And you can do that by, number one, offering a lead magnet. Now, in episode 9, I shared to you how to create a lead magnet that converts, right? Lead magnets that are highly valuable and lead magnets that your market wants. So, I'm going to put the link in the description below as to how you can start creating your own lead magnet. Second is to have a call to action. Now, people are silently begging to be led, but they will only follow people that they trust. And kumukhang kahinahinala yung website mo, people won't trust you. In fact, if you claim na you're in the industry and in the business for quite a long time, but you don't have a footprint in the digital space, somehow, something will click inside the minds of your market and they will start um, doubting if what you're saying and what you're claiming is really true. Now, how does this um, connect with having a CTA? You need to lead your visitors and you need to lead your uh, market to the next step. How can they enjoy and experience a more intimate relationship with you? For example, if they are just casual readers of your blog, how are you going to um, convert them into leads if you don't have a call to action? That's why in your most important posts, 
in your pillar contents, in your highly visited pages, you need to drive them in the next step in your funnel or your sales process. And for you to have that complete picture, you need to create a sitemap before you create your website. The sitemap is like a blueprint of what your website will look like after it's finished. So for example, from the homepage, when people land in your homepage, where are they going next? If they land on your about page, what would they click next? And so on and so forth. You need to give them a map or at least you need to create a map to make your website as purposeful as possible. Alright, strategy number two, keep it mobile responsive. You'll be surprised to find a lot of websites that are not um, mobile responsive. And as a user in my personal experience, it really bumps me off because, you know, you're trying to read and access information about a certain topic and then you go to a website where it's really hard to read the message that you want to read or read the texts because it doesn't follow your phone or it isn't responsive with your mobile, right? And we spend hours and hours of our time using our mobile phone. So you need to keep your website uh, mobile responsive. To do that, you need to use mobile responsive themes. There are marketplaces out there where you can buy themes that are already coded. You just have to install them and then, voila, your your website is already mobile responsive. Another way is you can also use page builders like Thrive Themes, um, DV Builder, Elementor, etc. And then once you design your website, Use your phone to check it. I mean, it only takes a couple of seconds to write your URL in the search bar, right? And then use your mobile phone on checking if okay na ba yung mga elements. Are they aligned? Um, does it look good on mobile? Etc. That kind of thought and and care about your website will definitely go a long way, especially if you're trying to establish a brand and if you're trying to you know, really serve people. You not only serve them with content, but you also serve them with an experience. Third, and finally, is to market your website actively. Make it search-ready, meaning you optimize your pages, your posts for search engine. Kasi sayang naman if you create a good website tapos people don't know about it or Google doesn't index it, Right? So make it search engine optimized. Also, you can install um, trackers, for example, Facebook Pixel, so that um, when you decide to create remarketing campaigns, my idea na si Facebook on who's visiting your website, who are interacting in your posts, who are sharing it, who are spending a lot of time, and which are most likely to convert as your leads or as your clients or customers. Another example of that would be Google Tag Manager. So you can connect your um, Tag Manager into Google Analytics 
So you can see how long are people staying in the website? How long are they um, reading? What are their behaviors? Where they come from? The countries they live in? Where do they click? Etc. Also, if you want to market it actively, you always need to create content. I know you've heard the saying, content is king, right? And that is true as long as you create relevant contents for your market. And as long as you create contents that meet them where they are. So in summary, websites as we know it are dead. This includes the portfolio kind of websites, those static ones, and especially the websites that offer zero value in terms of information And the only thing that they offer are things about your company which are really not interesting for your market. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you got something out from this. I hope this inspired you to optimize your website and include it to your overall marketing strategy and, you know, to offer value to your um, market through your website. Live an inspired life. God bless. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Growth Podcast. I really hope you learned something from this. If you like this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and family. And please leave a review on your favorite listening platform. I would really appreciate it. See you on the next episode.